Today, we are going to dive into my favorite question that will, no joke, transform your business. And I'm dead serious when I say that. I know it did for me, and I cannot wait to share it with you today. So where this question comes into play for me is on my CEO day. What is a CEO day? Well, if you've followed me for a while, you might have heard me talk about this ad nauseum. But for those of you who are new to the Efficient Advisor, a CEO day is something I recommend all advisors do quarterly. It's time that you set aside to get out of that day-to-day of your business and to put on that CEO hat you often feel like you've never have time to wear and really carve out time to work on your business. And this question should no doubt be on the list of things that you dig into, you dream about, and you do on your CEO day. Ready to hear this transformational question? Let's go. Look, I know you're here because this career is hard, (laughs) but you know it's possible to have your dream business. You know the one that you're running instead of it running you. (laughs) Hi, I'm Libby Grywe, and I built a 100% referral-only planning practice and grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor, all while working just three days a week and taking off about 14 weeks a year to really lean into being a mom, wife, sister, friend, daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human. (laughs) I am here to teach you how to do exactly the same and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We are about to transform your practice. So move over advisor ADD. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and the life that you love. Okay. So we won't get into all of the inner workings of a CEO day today. That's probably an entire podcast series. Seriously, let me know if you think we should do this. But at a high level, here is what your CD, your CEO day should be all about. You know when you go to like a nice hotel and in the bathroom there is that God forsaken 10 times mirror that is just begging for you to look in it? This is a CEO day. (laughs) When you look in the regular mirror, it's all good, right? You know what's looking back at you and that feels familiar. But when you pull that little mirror on its movable arm and you peer into that little convex circle right in the middle and you're like, whoa, why didn't I know that? (laughs) This is what CEO day is all about. It's peering into the 10 times mirror of your business. It's like seeing eyebrow hairs that you were 100% sure you plucked or pimples that you did not know you had, and then you become obsessed, right? Or maybe it, maybe that's just me. But I end up just digging in and fixing all of the things that I didn't know were there. And honestly, I could have been perfectly happy just going about my day in that big normal mirror, but once you peek at that 10 times thing, you have to stop and just assess. Why didn't I see this before? 
and how do I fix it? This, my friends, is a CEO day. It's the time to really dive into your business, dig, dream, and do. Dig really refers to diving into the numbers and inner workings of your business. So for example, um, like how much did you make from each line of business? What was your hourly rate? How profitable were you? How much time did you spend on your A clients? How much time did you spend on your B clients, C clients, et cetera? This is where you evaluate the impact of your marketing events. You look at systems and processes that are broken in your business or ones that you could make better. This is what you can delete, delegate, automate, or do. So I tend to break my CEO day down into five categories. And again, we're talking at a very high level today because I know you want to get to that one big transformational question. So the five categories, the first one is money. So that's things like revenue, where it's coming from relative to the amount of time spent, product lines, etc. Number two is people. So this could include things like a compensation plan, your org chart, um, a hiring strategy. Ooh, and a big one, creating culture in your office. Ooh, and another big one, um, your own personal development. That can all fall under that people category. The third category is process improvements. This is, and if you know me, you know this is like my favorite thing in the world, templates. This is systems. This is the how do I do it faster, better, etc. The fourth category is problem solving. So this is feedback that you have received from your team. This is feedback from clients. This is feedback from maybe your management if you have that. This is just things that you've noticed that you need to solve, fix, do better. And the fifth category is clients. So this is your planning process. This is your client experience model. This is your marketing message. This is your referral strategy. And oh yes, we had a process for getting referrals. Again, that's a totally different podcast. (laughs) But as the leader, CEO, and ultimately the number one person responsible for success and failures, this is important work. It's also time set aside for you to do time carved out to actually create that template, to actually write that script for your process, actually create that training plan for your new hire, to actually plan the quarterly team meeting agenda or whatever is that you need to do. And this is important because most of the advisors that I have coached or worked with are amazing at coming up with all the right things, right? All the ideas of what they love to implement, the things that they need to create, how to be a straight up boss, but they have a hard time actually doing and implementing all of their great ideas. This is where a a CEO day, gosh, I have a hard time saying it. This is where a CEO day quarterly is a game changer. So earlier I said, it's a day for you to dig into your business, dream up new things and do the dang thing. The dream part of the category is where this big question that I'm going to share with you, it falls under this dream category. But before I get there, I know, I know I'm so annoying, but before I get there, I need to share two more questions that I am 100% convinced that you need to ask yourself on your CEO day. Okay, so here we go. I am just going to dive right in. The first one is this. How do you feel in your business? This is critical. 
how did you feel last month, last quarter, last year? Was it hectic? Was you was it overwhelmed? Were you exhausted? Or were you confident, peaceful, or maybe excited? Or maybe all of the above all at once, right? That feels right. Am I right? Like running a business, you might feel all of these things in a single day or even maybe a single hour as a financial planner. <laughs> but overall, what do you feel? How do you feel in your business? It's critical because most of us signed up for this crazy entrepreneurial ride to feel control, to have fun, to enjoy freedom. (laughs) Did you feel free last quarter? Most of us desire to have a business that we love, but often we end up feeling overworked, maybe disenchanted, maybe frazzled. And for folks that this is a second career, often they find what they left in that normal nine to five, right? They left because they wanted to have control and to do what they loved and have more time to spend with their spouse and their kiddos. And if you're not careful, you end up having a business that you are now in charge of that is literally all of the things that you hated about that previous career. So then I want you to map out how you want to feel this next month or this next quarter or this year or whatever it is that you're planning for. And then what can you do to create a strategy to make sure you feel this way? when you do your CEO day analysis next quarter. So how did you feel and how do you want to feel? Those should be a question that you reflect on at the end of the year. Okay, I know that felt a little touchy-feely, but this is the kind of stuff that I'm just really passionate about. Okay, second question I wanna make sure all advisors are asking is this. I know most business plans should have you diving into the numbers, right? Diving into the team structure, the people, the roles, the culture, the money, the process, the problem solving, the client experience, all of the things we talked about a minute ago. And if you don't do that, well, you should, but like I said, that's a whole nother podcast series. But one of the questions I haven't ever seen anywhere in a normal business planning, and I always ask advisors that you know we're coaching or we're working on, it's this, okay? How did you show up for the people that you care about most? We took this risk of owning a business often for lifestyle and flexibility. Those are two of the most common things advisors tell me of why they wanted to be in charge. <laughs> Being able to call the shots, right? Which includes taking off for the kid's Christmas party at school or being able to be in the stands at every single volleyball game and having time to date your spouse. Or maybe for you, it's showing up as a friend or as a brother, as a daughter, as a son or whatever, you get the picture. So how did you show up this year for the people that you care about? And this, this is a tough one to ask yourself. And I honestly, I don't want you to just guess. Guessing We can't guess how other people perceived how we showed up. So actually take that time to ask the people in your life and really, truly get their feedback and prepare to not be defensive. (laughs) Just keep your mouth shut and listen. So often we think we're showing up in the way that that they need, right? It turns out we're not right. We miss the mark sometimes. So for example, I used to do hall math. So when my sons were in second grade, every other Wednesday, 
I sat in the hall and helped all of the kids in their class who needed a little extra help with math. I got to go and help them through that. So when I was there, I got to see my boys. And when I showed up, I got to say hi. And if they left to go to the bathroom or something, there I was in the hallway and I could give them a hug. But when I really sat down and asked them what was important to them, they could have cared less about hall math. They were focused on me being there for field trips and class parties. Those were the things that they got super excited about. And I don't even think in those conversations, they even mentioned hall math. So that was how I could show up for them. So ask them and be prepared. Okay, we talked about being defensive. Be prepared to hear responses like, well, dad, I wish you weren't on your phone so much over the weekend. Or it would be nice if you could make it home in time for to join us for dinner while it's hot. <laughs> or even maybe you might hear, it would be incredible if we could have you all weekend without any work events or phone calls. Does any of that strike a chord with you? All of the cash in the world and a massive take-home pay, the most well-oiled machine of a business, it all does not matter if we're not showing up in our own lives. And trust me, I was there. This question was a critical driver in going from working a zillion hours a week down to just 25. And I promise you will earn massive brownie points from your family when you ask them for their opinion and ideas. You will thank me later. Your spouse will be pumped. (laughs) Okay, and I had to get those two out of my system because I know this is the time of the year that everyone is doing their goal planning, their business planning, their vision mapping, or whatever you want to call it. And I think these two questions should be part of that process, okay? I'll hop off that soapbox. I'm going to move on to the question that you've actually been waiting for. So I heard years ago this question as a writing prompt or like a journal prompt, and I started adding it into my CEO days. And it honestly, it changed my business and it changed my life. And I know that sounds totally cheesy, but it is 100% truth. So the prompt is this, wouldn't it be cool if... It's such a simple statement that when you allow your brain to just flow on this, you will be amazed at the stuff that bubbles up. It's designed to be an impactful prompt and to you know, stir your imagination. And imagination, when put into practice, is where the amazing things happen. So here's some examples. I know everybody loves examples. I do, right? Um, I've been asking advisors for this question or this prompt for years in our coaching. And here are some of the examples from both my business and from other advisors that have come out of this prompt. Wouldn't it be cool if the office was closed on Fridays? Wouldn't it be cool if we never had to call clients to book appointments? Wouldn't it be cool if we never scheduled meetings after 2 p.m.? Wouldn't it be cool if we never worked nights or weekends ever again? Wouldn't it be cool if I bought my own office building? If I hired an in-house CPA and attorney? If I wrote a book? If I fired, I like this one, if I fired all of the clients that I don't like? Wouldn't it be cool if I took a full month off to travel? Which I did, by the way, and you can hear all about how we built up to that in episode six of this podcast. 
But all of these things can be the start of a game plan to really building your dream business. It just helps you get out of that, your own small thinking. Sometimes when we dream, we dream really small because it's easier. And honestly, with busy lives and running a a business and a household and, and doing all the things, we don't really take the time to actually let our imaginations run wild. And when you do this journal prompt, I would suggest you give yourself like a half hour. And I know that sounds like a lot of time and completely insane, but if we don't consistently exercise our imagination, it actually takes a little while to get into this. And if you're doing a CEO day, that's a lot of like numbers and impact of marketing events and blah, blah, blah. You got to switch to that creative side. Okay. So this prompt can lead to super cool stuff in your personal life too. Wouldn't it be cool if we lived in Hawaii? This was a question my husband and I asked ourselves and we actually made a plan to do it. Did it take time? Of course. Did we know it was a dream of ours? Not until we did this, you know, journaling exercise question, whatever you want to call it. During the pandemic, when nothing seemed cool, we asked ourselves this question and came up with, wouldn't it be cool if we bought an Airstream and traveled around the U.S. with the kids instead of sitting at home and doing virtual school? And we did it. And for the record, I should have asked, wouldn't it be cool if we homeschooled with our own curriculum? Because I'm sure I would have been like, wait, just a minute, pump the brakes on this. It was not cool, (laughs) but we did it and we survived. And my kids just had one year of a so-so education from a totally unqualified teacher. It's fine. We're we're all fine. (laughs) Anyways, maybe I'm not fine. Actually, I think I do have a little PTSD from homeschooling my kids. Okay. But anyway, these were some of our best adventures. And do yours have to be like this? No, no. Yours are going to be totally different and unique to you. So yours might be something like, wouldn't it be cool if I ran a marathon? Wouldn't it be cool if I lived by the ocean? Wouldn't it be cool if I went on a month-long vacation? Wouldn't it be cool if I owned a vacation home in Vail? You know, wouldn't it be cool if just whatever? This question is actually a really, really fun one. Do it with yourself. Do it with your team. Do it with your family. Do it with your kids. You might be shocked at what jumps out that you weren't expecting. And you can start to put small steps into play to make these cool things happen for you, your business, and your family. I believe anything is possible. It might take time, it will take effort. But it's all doable eventually. You just have to have it on paper and start building a plan towards it. Okay, so I hope you're as excited about it as I am. And maybe you won't be as excited until you actually do it the first time. But now that I've sucked all of the oxygen out of the room, let me recap. So number one, plan a CEO day for yourself quarterly. It is a full day off-site for you to dig, dream, and do. Number two, ask yourself how you feel in your business and how you want to feel in your business moving forward. Number three, ask yourself and others, how did you show up for the people you care about most? And finally, give yourself the gift of asking, wouldn't it be cool if? 
I truly think these are things that move the needle in your business. These, in addition to your CEO day, you know, typical analysis and reflection, these are guideposts to helping you create a business that you enjoy and a life that you love. And we'll be chatting about these questions and more over in the Efficient Advisor community. Oh, I've got lots and lots of questions for you. Um, But the Efficient Advisor community is a private group for advisors out on Facebook. It's just a community, you know, a place for advisors to share what's working and not working, to ask questions, to collaborate, to bounce ideas off of one another. And of course, I share lots of special content out there. I do Q&As. It's basically just a bunch of fun. (laughs) You can also check out theefficientadvisor.com. There is a whole host of free resources for you. Templates, a video library, templates, free downloads. (laughs) Did I say templates? (laughs) And I will link both of those in the show notes for you. In the meantime, I'm working on some new content and I'll be reposting some older episodes here in the podcast. So keep checking back. In fact, better than checking back is to just follow or subscribe to this podcast and you'll be notified every time a new episode is released. And gosh, I love automation. (laughs) And since we're a new podcast, if you found this helpful, I would love you forever if you'd leave a podcast review. This helps us get this info out to as many advisors as possible. And if you didn't like it, Well, do it like your mama taught you and just keep your opinions to yourself. (laughs) I'm kidding. This is really all for you guys. So please let me know if this wasn't helpful, what would be? I am here to serve. And please make sure you check out episode six if you want to learn more about why taking a month off of my business was critical to increasing productivity and profitability. It sounds super counterintuitive. Um, but it was seriously instrumental to designing an efficient practice. So it's a good one. All right, until next time.